This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou, 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterlin, here with you. Loud prostitute kicked out of public housing uh, during pandemic. Um, You know, what's interesting about this story is that there are a lot of people who had to, uh, who who lost their jobs during the the, the pandemic. There there are people who had to uh, switch their jobs. And, And we know that many people had to work from home during the pandemic. And uh, this prostitute who happens uh, to live in public housing only made too much noise. Her neighbors couldn't deal with it. And uh, she got kicked out. She's a sex worker. So that's something that's changed a little bit as time has gone on. Uh, prostitutes and hookers, they used to be called, now sex workers, is what they're referred to. This happened um, in England, in the United Kingdom. A woman who took her professional sex work home during the coronavirus pandemic has been kicked out of her United Kingdom public housing amid complaints from neighbors over her loud operations. Rejected! Those noisy work. 29-year-old Nicola Perry is said to have hosted up to 10 clients at a time at her Manchester, England, Public housing apartment. You know you learn something new every day on this show, John. I didn't know England had projects. It's a new concept to me. Really? You didn't know there were there were No, I didn't know there were hoods like that in England, no. no. Um This is this this case is now in court in Manchester, England. And they were uh they they, they were talking about this and in court, they said she is said to have hosted up to ten clients at a time at her at her public housing home. That's a lot. 
That's what they said in court. Yeah, I know. Ten at a time. <laughs> Jesus. Customers would um would 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 drive up in cars along the block, beginning in the morning, while waiting to work with her and uh, her neighbors, the other people who lived in the public housing. They didn't like it. Her it, business was booming. That's not the only thing. I'm looking at a picture of her right now. That's not the only thing that's booming. You know how good you have to be? Let's say you're the 10th customer, right? You know what she does for a living because you're in line. You're waiting. The idea that nine other Johns are going before you doesn't distract you from getting your turn. Like, even though you know nine other people are going to smash that before you get a shot and you still wait in line, that means it must be some quality stuff that these men are waiting for. Because I would have got turned off. After I saw the first dude, then the second dude, then the third dude, I would have been like, you know what, that's too many dudes for me. I'm just going to go ahead on and take my business elsewhere. But these men stuck around. Yeah, she hosted up to 10 clients at a time. Um, her, her booming business, according to the court transcripts here, Cause disruptive noise at all hours. You know, this is the this is uh, one of the very frustrating things about the coronavirus pandemic. I mean, you know, it, it forced people to, uh, to to have to work more at home. Now, I don't know where this woman uh, turned her tricks or did her professional sex work. That's England, maybe. So probably around the same area where uh, Jack the Ripper did most of his killings. That alley. I, I don't know where where she where she did her professional sex work before the pandemic. You would you would guess that she that she did it at her home, public housing. But uh, I guess people didn't really start complaining until after the uh, the pandemic got going. See, now I'm in a conundrum. At first, I was thinking, you know what? She must have some really good stuff if 10 men a day are willing to wait in line to smash. But then I'm thinking, well, if she was doing that good of business, why is she still in public housing? She should be able to afford her own apartment or a home by this point, right? So it depends. I guess it depends on how many how many euros she charges. Because 10 dudes a day, seven days a week, that's a lot. Constraints due to COVID-19 had taken the small business owner's work from an established brothel in Manchester's city center back to her suburban home. Oh, so she was at a... so they, they, there, was a, there was a brothel downtown. All right, all right. So she, in Manchester. I but but because, of, because of coronavirus, she, she like many others... Uh, I remember you and I, we, we had to work from home, Coleman. We, we did the radio show from, from my apartment for a couple of months. I, I, I remember that. Were we too loud? Did the neighbors complain? Mm, um, and again, according to these court papers... The mother of one had also asked a neighbor to look after her six-year-old son one morning while she was working. (laughs) And police uh, were compelled to intervene after a vigilant neighbor 
who evidently spent a lot of time in her garden outside the sex worker's window because it's public housing. You know, they're all on top of each other. Clearly. And uh, she's the one that kept hearing the. She heard sex. All right. She, she 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 was listening to sex. She heard very loud sex. She called the cops, and 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 the cops had to come up and say, "Look, you know, you're you're a professional sex worker. This is what you're doing, but um, you you're too loud." And Have you noticed the trend that every time somebody seems to complain about sex, ninety percent of the time it's a woman that complains. How many dudes are going to complain that they're hearing sex through a wall? Like let's say let's say she was your neighbor and you heard her just doing sex in and out in and out all the time. Well, the guy might say, "Hey, keep it down in there," you know, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, shut up. But I I don't see the guy calling the cops. You're right about that. One of the complaining neighbors, another woman who lived in the public see? housing complex. See another woman. She said that she had been mistaken for a sex worker herself and was solicited by one of this uh, woman's clients. So you had a female you had a female neighbor who was uh who was who was uh guys were going to see the the sex worker, they saw the female neighbor and the guys would solicit her as well. <laughs> now you the problems there. Right, see once again the difference between the two sexes. I would have took that as a compliment, and I would be flattered if a woman came up to me and thought that I was a sex worker just based on how I look. I would say, you know what? I'm glad you look at me that uh, that positive. You know, I, I'm, I'm glad you look at me with such renown. But no, I'm sorry, I have to disappoint you. She's 29 years old, and now she's got to find another place to live. And um, I'm, I'm looking at her picture here. She's, she's an attractive. Uh, I was going to say attractive hooker, attractive prostitute, but let me change that. She's an attractive professional sex worker. Well, since she does have to find a new uh, place to stay, I would assume that one of the Johns would be open enough to let her have one of the rooms or at least let her sleep on the couch. I know I would if I found out that if I was, you know, utilizing her services and I found out that her situation was as is, I would try to go up to her and say, hey, look, for the time being, if you need a, a place to stay, you can even sleep in my bed, whatever, you know, but... I will allow you to. She got on the roof of her public housing complex to shout down detractors in her neighborhood. And she 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 stood on her roof and she screamed to the bleeping bitches to confess which one of you has done it in reference to uh to having her having her thrown out. <laughs> Of, of her public housing. I like this. She got out of roof. <laughs> I like this chick. I don't know who she is, but I like I like her moxie. Which one of you bitches got me kicked out of my house? <laughs> and she knew it had to be another bitch instead of another dude. Because what dude's going to call the police? Well, that's what's uh, that's just, uh, that's a story that that. Uh, that's out of Manchester, England. And Coleman learned there is public housing in in the United Kingdom. And apparently you can get up on the roof of the public housing in England. Hmm. All right, we got a lot to get to on the show this morning. Including a, a, a local rapper 
got arrested because all hell broke loose at one of his concerts after he got in a fight on stage during his set. You don't see that during rock shows very often when you go see a live rock show. You don't see fights on stage. Um, Stay tuned for that. And the Saints are going to honor one of their their late great players. Name and number going up inside the dome forever. Uh, Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning, John Osterland. Here with you. Do you know who that actress, Juliana Margulies, is? Um, she's 55 years old now. And um, she just made some news. She uh, did an interview and... She said she's had gay experiences in the interview that she just did. And, I mean, she's a very attractive woman. So when I saw that, I said to myself, wow, that's pretty cool. And here's why I'm bringing this up. And I think most guys would agree with this, Coleman. Okay. I think most guys would would, would kind of think the same way I thought when I when I just saw that in an interview. Yet if there was some actor, some male actor who just did an interview and said, you know, I've had I've had some gay experiences, I, I, I wouldn't say that. I, I would looking at something else to look at. I, I, I'd probably, if I saw that, I'd, I'd probably be looking for something else to go read. 
But but when I when I saw the actress Juliana Margulies say that uh, she she's hinted that she's had uh, some some gay experiences, I, I said, "Wow!" And 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 I was interested, and I and I I was I was interested, and and I think I think that's that's it, it shows us. That you could have different feelings about the same thing. That that this particular thing, homosexuality, but attractive woman is talking about it. Yeah, 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 yeah that's that's uh, that's pretty cool. But but if some dude is talking about it, I I don't want to hear that. But let's probe the concept one. She's a female, so she says she has a gay experience. Wouldn't the proper lingo be a lesbian experience? Yes. Two, what's an experience? Did she just kiss a girl? Because I know when you hear that, your imagination runs wild, and you think she went full on and just had the experience. But uh, I guess for a woman, a gay experience could just be kissing a girl, which is also cool. Don't get me wrong. However, let's say that the, the person she had the gay experience with was on the caliber of a Rosie O'Donnell, then how would you feel about it? Let's say she said, hey, I had a gay experience with Rosie O'Donnell, then would, how would you feel about it? No, then that? I wouldn't like it. Ah, so it doesn't. it's not the male, female part, it's the attractive, unattractive part. Because you said, yeah, if it was two dudes talking, if it was a male actor that said it, I wouldn't be into it, but here is Rosie O'Donnell and an, an attractive actress, two women, you still aren't into it. So it has nothing to do with the sex. It has more to do with the attractiveness, right? Yes. Ah, there we go. I solved the problem. It's only when attractive women have the gay experience that your ears perk up, but not women in general. I remember her from the television show ER. She was on that show for six or seven years. She was on ER. You know, she was actually in four episodes of The Sopranos. Hmm. And I've always thought that she was... uh, She's a looker. She's a, she's a, she's a real good-looking woman. Like I said, she's 55 years old now, and she's married to a man, and she's been married to him for a while. But uh, when, when I saw that story, how she just did an interview, she was promoting something new she was in, and, and I guess that came up, and, and she said, oh, yeah, I've, uh, I've been around that block uh, uh, before. It's funny how men think, all right? So... When, when most females find out that their guy crush is doing sex with somebody else, they get turned off by it because they don't like that idea. But men can hear about a woman saying they have attraction to another woman, and men get excited like they have a chance. You know what I'm saying? Like, men are attracted to lesbians for some reason, even though lesbians may not be attracted to men. We're still like, wow, that's hot. If you, if you, heard, if you had two attractive women kissing, we wouldn't bother them. We'd look like, yeah. That's we'd, the we'd thing. All, like, if, yeah. If, if you have two attractive women who are, who are <laughs> hanging out like that together, I think most men, most straight men, would would like that. Yeah, even though even though they may not have a shot, we would still cheer them on. We'd be like, "Go, go exactly. get it! Go get it!" Yeah. Exactly. Yet, if you said, "Well, here's two attractive guys; they're going to hang out like that," most straight men would would say, "So, I don't, I don't, I don't want to. I don't, I don't care about that. I don't want to." a part of that.
This text says, maybe she had an experience with a gay guy. I, I don't I, I don't know. She um again the actress Juliana Margulies hinted she's had several same sex uh, dalliances. Ah. But all right. Back but Back to the uh, the issue that I have with all of this stuff now. It's the, fa- it's the fact that it's making news. I remember a few days ago we was talking about how the new Superman is going to be bisexual and how it's so important now that it seems that everyone has to express their sexuality. I was trying to watch a new TV show the other day. The new Chucky came out. And like 13 minutes into the, the show, they had to talk about the main character's sexual identity. Like if for some reason, I don't, I still don't get why people feel that that is so important. Wouldn't it be cool if we ever get to a point where this actress says, hey, I had a few gay experiences. Nobody would even bat an eye. It wouldn't even make news. It would just be like, okay. Like that's, I think that's the point we should get to where stuff like this shouldn't even make news a peacock interest or it shouldn't be groundbreaking it should be par for the course then they would have full equality like they want but the fact that they still had to point it out in comic books or the fact that they had to make it a point in television shows about character sexuality the fact that they still have to make news like oh this woman kissed another woman one time and that makes the news i think we still haven't got to that point where it's fully accepted and it's like groundbreaking well the reason why it is newsworthy and it is a big deal is because she's a very pretty woman and te- for her to say that, oh, I've, I've, sexually, I, I've been with other good-looking women. That, that's something that most men would would find cool. Yeah, but I would also find it cool if Scarlett Johansson was just walking. But Scarlett Johansson walking doesn't make news. Like I, we just seen Scarlett Johansson wear high heels, you know. Then I'd be like, all right, but it shouldn't be newsworthy because it's something that I particularly like. By the way, th- this came up because. She's on a television show where she plays a lesbian news anchor on a television show called The Morning Show, which, which, is, a, which is a good show. Once again, why do they have to point out that it was a lesbian news anchor? It should just be she's playing a news anchor. But now we're getting to this point where Hollywood has to say, oh, this person's a lesbian and this person is gay or this person is trans. Why can't it just be the characters anymore? Why does the sexuality now have to be pointed out in every character these days? I just don't like the direction that entertainment is going and where, they, where the sexuality of the character is now the main focus of the character instead of just their personal quirks. Well, I think, Coleman, the reason why is because those groups, uh, gay people, lesbians, those groups have been marginalized historically. And, and I think that people in those groups, they want to see other people like them. They want to they they see people on the big screen, the small screen, any screen, like, like them. And, and I think that's why that stuff now is becoming more known by the public. I thought it was already there. You know, I mean, I mean I've been seeing gay characters since the since I was born. Like Will and Grace was a show that had a gay character in it. They had uh, shows like In Living Color where there were some gay people in it. It's like so it's nothing new. You just have to know where to look. I've seen TV shows from the 60s and 70s that had prominent gay characters. It's just, I guess people just get old and forget about it. Yeah, but on the show in Living Color, when, when they, when, when they, <laughs> Damon Wayne's doing the gay guy, come on. He couldn't, he couldn't do that anymore. He couldn't do that character anymore. 
he would uh, no that that wouldn't be that wouldn't be socially acceptable for him to do that. I just thought I just thought uh, I, I thought it was interesting. By the way, she's fifty five years old, and her husband is a lawyer who's eleven years younger than she is. So she, Juliana Margulies, not only has she um, done sex with other women, we don't know if she done sex. We just know she had an experience. She she's had several same sex dalliances. Dalliances, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, but when it comes to men, she's robbing the cradle. So she's a cougar too. Yeah, a bisexual cougar. Whoa, <laughs> a bi cougar, <laughs> Juliana Margulies. That's something. All right, coming up on the show this morning. Um. The Saints are honoring one of their one of their great players. They're, they're going to enshrine someone else in their ring of honor inside the Superdome. We're gonna we're gonna bring that up. A local rapper just got arrested because all hell broke loose at one of his concerts after a fight broke out on stage. See, I'm a rock person. I I, I don't think I've ever seen that. I don't think I've ever gone to a rock show and see a fight break out on stage during a rock show and then and then all hell breaks loose inside that show. And and, and the Rolling Stones, one of their songs got canceled. They're not going to play it anymore. And it's one of their one of their most known songs. We have a lot to get to on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7. New Orleans only classic rock station. October is Squirrel Awareness Month. Squirrels are cute, but zoologists warn that they can become aggressive, especially if you touch their nuts. <laughs> Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning, J.O. here with you. A, a local rapper got arrested the other night and spent the night in, in jail. Uh, a, a rapper from Baton Rouge named Lil Boosie. His name is uh, Boosie Badass. Although his real name is Torrance Hatch. You know, if my if my real name was Torrance Hatch... I'd probably call myself Boosie Badass, too. But uh, he's from Baton Rouge, Lil Boosie. He had a concert the other night in Atlanta. And um, a fight broke out on stage, and then all hell broke loose. See, this is something that you just wouldn't see at a rock, at a rock show. It's something that you just... Okay, I know Axl Rose had a hissy fit a couple times in his life on stage. And I, I know that time in St. Louis, he didn't like it when someone was taking his picture in the crowd. And he threw a hissy fit, and he jumped in the crowd, and then he, then he, then he walked off stage, canceled the set, and then there was a riot there. All right, that, that happens once in a while, but that was just because one guy 
I had a hissy fit. Didn't Tim McGraw just do that? Didn't he just hop off the stage to confront a heckler like two or three days ago? I did read something about uh, about Tim McGraw walking off stage. Yeah, I think that just happened. Um, but there's this rap show, Coleman, that's been been going around, and the, the show features uh, Lil Boosie, Two Chains, Rick Ross, Jeezy, and Gucci Mane. Oh, that's a real solid lineup right there. So that show was uh, in Atlanta the other night, and it didn't finish because a a, a fight broke out, and um, and and Lil Boosie, Boosie badass, uh, got got arrested. You know, um, I saw I saw the video, and I think it's unfair that Boosie got arrested because if you look at it, he was trying to break up the fight. It was all right. So basically, what happened was he just brings up people on stage so they could dance around. His first mistake was allowing dudes on the stage. If I was a rapper and I was on stage and I wanted to bring people from the audience on stage with me, I would go for all the females. I wouldn't even have dudes on stage sharing my spotlight. But he brought a bunch of dudes on stage, and some of the dudes got into a fight. And when he noticed that, that they had a fight, he was trying to break it up. Initially, Boosie's performance came to a halt when a fight broke out on stage. Police say the person who reported it told them Boosie and several of his associates. Oh, that's what that's what the guys that hang around with famous rappers are called associates. Entourage associates. Yeah, I I thought posse that the crew. It depends on where you're from. Anyways, Boosie and several of his associates jumped onto the stage and began damaging items that belonged to the production company and the arena. Ah, that's where, that's, okay, now I get it. Now I get it. Nobody was injured. Boosie spent the night in the Fulton County Jail. Now what does that say about the softness of rappers? Here it is, a whole melee breaks out on stage to the point where they're actually doing damage to equipment, yet nobody got injured. Like, what kind of soft-ass punches and kicks are they throwing? You can't even hit somebody with a piece of equipment and injure them? It's like, like it's nobody like, got injured. Nobody got injured. It's See, like, this was an NWA concert. Somebody would have left out. I've seen more injuries in a mosh pit. It's like a, it's like a Major League Baseball brawl. When they, when they <laughs> throw at each other and they come out, they're going to fight. But no, nobody, ever, nobody ever gets hurt. How does that happen? How does nobody get injured but equipment gets damaged? Before he got arrested, Coleman, Lil Boosie was kicked off the tour for the calamity and and he tweeted out a $5,000 reward offering for information about a security guard or stagehand who pulled a gun on him and his team and his associates <laughs> so so now you can Boosie will pay you $5,000 if if you could you could tell him who who's the one that gave him trouble over there at the arena which goes against the rapper code because you're not supposed to snitch I'll tell you, and and look, I like some rap. I, I know, I know, Coleman, that that you like rap. Um, and I have friends that like both rap and rock. But this is one thing that's totally different about the two genres. Yeah, because in mosh pits, all of chaos happens on the floor, not on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, but, but you, you don't see that very often at rock shows with, with members of rock bands getting arrested uh, because fights break out on stage during their set or, or, or all hell breaks loose at some point. So, anyway, I just thought that was... From this guy's from Baton Rouge. I'm going to have to watch that video again. I could use $5,000. Little boosy badass. All right, coming up next, got the got the big O. A mother just got arrested, and I'm going to ask you if you thought she should have been arrested or if she was just being a good mom. Coming up after the big O, the Rolling Stones have had one of their songs canceled. One of their, one of their biggest songs ever. They, they can't play anymore because it's been deemed bad. We will tell you about that. We still got a lot to do on the show this morning. Hang out with us. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland with you. Since it's a few minutes after 7, it's time for this morning's Big O. Oh. The Big O is a story that I see that I want to get your reaction if you're listening. I I, I want you to, to, to text us and tell us what you think about this. It's, it's usually a story that makes my eyebrows rise, and, and that's why I want to I wanna see how you feel about it. So, in other words, you want to see everybody's O face. Yeah. The Rolling Stones are currently touring the United States. It's, it's their first tour ever without their late great drummer, Charlie Watts. Uh, they were supposed to play here for Jazz Fest. Uh, but but we know because of the damn pandemic, Jazz Fest was, was canceled here in New Orleans. But the Stones are still touring around the United States. I think they're playing Los Angeles tonight. They, they, they were just in, I know they were just in Charlotte, North Carolina. Uh, we, we told you the story. Mick Jagger uh, went into a bar and, and he had a, had a drink 
and and nobody recognized him. No, nobody. He was wearing just a a, a cap, a baseball cap, and, and jeans and a, and a t-shirt and whatever he was wearing. And, but but nobody nobody recognized him. And the Stones are in America, but on this concert tour, they are not playing one of their biggest hits ever. As a matter of fact, they've retired the song because the song has been canceled. The song is Brown Sugar. That's the uh, that's the Rolling Stones song that has been canceled. And again, it's one of their biggest hits ever. But when you look at the lyrics of the song, you could see how some people might say, wait a minute, you shouldn't be playing that. The opening lyrics to Brown Sugar. Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields sold in the market down in New Orleans. That's how Mick says it on the, even though it's, it's New Orleans. Sky Dog Slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. Okay, well, that one rhymed. The first two bars didn't rhyme, so I was a little throwed off. Well, Fields and Eanes. Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields. Sold in the market down in New Orleans. Nah, I didn't rhyme. And then the chorus of the song, which I'm sure you're aware of. Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Now that's offensive. But again, it's, 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 it's rock and roll. So, the song has been canceled because of its slavery reference is. And what's interesting about this, Keith Richards and Mick Jagger from the Rolling Stones were just interviewed about this in the Los Angeles Times. And they were asked about Brown Sugar being retired by the band and and whether it's related to its slavery referencing opening line. This is what Keith Richards said. Quote, you picked up on that, huh? I don't know. I'm trying to figure out with the sisters quite where the beef is. Didn't they understand this was a song about the horrors of slavery? But they're trying to bury it. At the moment, I don't want to get into conflicts with all of this crap, but he didn't use the word crap. He said, but I'm hoping that we'll be able to resurrect the babe and her glory somewhere along the track. And Mick Jagger said, quote, 
We've played brown sugar every night since 1970. So sometimes you think, we'll take that one out for now and see how it goes. We might put it back in. The set list in a stadium show, it's kind of a tough one. We did Let It Bleed last night, which I managed to play on 12-string guitar. Well... (laughs) So, so, so Mick, Mick, Mick Jagger basically is saying um, he's staying away from why the song has been canceled. Smart move. He, he stay, he's saying, look, we played it every night since 1970. We got so many songs. You know, let's, let's just play other things. But wait a minute here. Um... You know, rock and roll has always been rebellious. It's always been against the man. It's 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 always been taking its own stand, and that's why it's rock and roll. That's that's one of the one of the main reasons why it's rock and roll. Coleman, you happen to be black. Oh, you noticed. Is that offensive to you? Again, this is one of their biggest hits ever, and now they're not playing it because there's a lot of pressure on them because of the lyrics that I just I, I just referenced. Once again, I have to preface this by saying, because I always get complaints about this, I do not speak for all black people. I have my own unique way of thinking, so I don't think I'm the guy to try to uh, represent uh, all black people, but I can say, no, I don't find it offensive personally, but also this seems like it's a beef with black women because the song is about brown sugar. It's about a, a black woman and how she's striving through hard times. But since I'm not a woman, I, I can't speak on it. But as far as being a black person, I don't find the song offensive. I don't find the lyrics offensive. We all know the history of America. It seems like they're trying to point out a good thing by saying how awesome black women are. I think black women are awesome as well, even though black women have had a, a troubled history in this country. So it, this seems like a song about overcoming. When I read the lyrics and I hear the song, it seems like it shows re- resilience and resound. It shows power and strength of a black woman. And I think they were trying to celebrate that. But that's my interpretation of it. I don't know what they was thinking when they wrote the song. They were probably just high one day and saw a black woman's butt and decided to write a song. I don't know. But from what I get from it, I don't think it's offensive at all. But once again, I'm not a black woman. So there's that. Um, I mean, the chorus alone, brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Yeah, see, somebody could misconstrue that. Because when you go from, you know, saying you've been whipped by slaves and how do you taste so good, somebody can misconstrue uh, that into a slave owner doing cunnilingus to a slave girl by force. So it it all depends on how you interpret the lyrics. So I can see how that line can throw some people off if they hear it and don't understand the concept or the context of the entire song. A couple of the other lyrics. Drums beaten cold, English blood runs hot. Lady of the house wondering when it's going to stop. Houseboy knows he's doing all right. You should have heard him just around midnight. See, that sounds like a bad thing when you hear it. It sounds like 
a owner of a slave is taking advantage of a black woman. That's what it sounds like when you read it that way. And then, and then the last verse. I bet your mama was a tent show queen and all her boyfriends were sweet 16. I'm no schoolboy, but I know what I like. You should have heard them just around midnight. Yeah, when you read it that way, it does sound bad. Now again, this is a this is a rock and roll song that is legendary. Th- this is this is a rock and roll song that now has just been canceled. It, it seems like they're uncomfortable with the idea of interracial relationships. Like it, it, it seems like these these white men are capitalizing on the black experience of a black woman and saying they're attracted to it or whatever, and they're not seeing. It. That, that's what it sounds like when you read the lyrics. So I can kind of get it, but once again, I'm not offended by it. But when you when you when you look at the Rolling Stones as a band. They're a blues rock and roll band. Mm-hmm. They, they they started they 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 worshipped American black blues. That's why they started over there in England. Okay, but once again, is it even a fight to pick? Because they have so many hits. They're such a legendary band that it, it might not their stature in rock and roll. They might not need to perform the song just to you know make make good make do. They don't have anything else to prove. So is it even a fight to pick, or is it, or is this like one of those songs that is so groundbreaking they have to perform it because it's an expression of how they feel? Or do you think Mick Jagger's like, yeah, we can let this one go because we have so many hits, it really doesn't matter. Now, if they were struggling artists, it might be a different perspective. If they were trying to make it, and that's how they really felt in their heart and they were passionate about this song, I would understand that fight. But since they are the Rolling Stones, since they are so prominent and they have a long set list of anything they can do. I don't see nothing wrong with just not even arguing about it. Just drop this one song off. Why even fight? You know, why? We're already successful. We don't have to fight anymore. If you're listening right now, do do you think the, the Rolling Stones song, Brown Sugar, should be canceled? Do you think they should no longer play it? Do you think our radio station should no longer play it? Is it is it that offensive? Text us. Keep your text short, one or two sentences. If it's good, we'll read it coming up on the show. 504-260-9595. Please never text while you drive. See, the way I look at it, I just I, I see a lot of rock and roll songs that push the buttons. This is just the song that is that is pushing buttons. That's what rock and roll, that's one of the things rock and roll does. Do you think it should be canceled? And do you agree with the Rolling Stones not playing it? They're retiring, even though Keith Richards is kind of scratching his head about that and a lot of other stuff as as well with, with Keith Richards. Text us, 260-9595. Your texts coming up next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only. Classic Rock Station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only Classic Rock Station. You know whose birthday it is? Today? Happy 82nd birthday to fashion icon and fashion entrepreneur Ralph Lauren. His fashion is moving away from luxury 
and focusing on affordable fashions. In fact, they're dropping polo in favor of bowling. Happy birthday, Ralph Lauren. Coming up next, your texts on the Rolling Stones' legendary song, Brown Sugar, being canceled because of its lyrics. They are not playing it. They have retired it. I, I asked you if you if, if you agreed with that or, or not. Your text on that next here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans' only classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. This morning's Big O segment, if you're just joining us, is about the Rolling Stones retiring one of their biggest hit songs ever, Brown Sugar. The cancel culture wanted Brown Sugar canceled uh, because of its lyrics. And the, the, the first verse of the song, the lyrics are, Gold Coast slave ship bound for cotton fields sold in the market down in New Orleans, as Mick says it. Sky Dog Slaver knows he's doing all right. Hear him whip the women just around midnight. Brown sugar, how come you taste so good? Brown sugar, just like a young girl should. Now, look. Obviously, those lyrics are saying something. Um, And not only is that a reference to slavery, but they also... They, they also compare that to to brown heroin um but just like any song songs can mean different things to different people but this is this is pretty clear what they're talking about here in in the song and you know, Keith Richards was a little bit surprised by all of the uh, backlash when it came to this song. He said, quote, and they asked him, they said, Keith, because of the slavery reference, uh, in brown sugar, uh, are, are you are you surprised that there's a lot of backlash that people are complaining about this? He said, "Quote: You picked up on that, huh?" He says, "I don't know. I'm trying to figure out with the sisters quite where the beef is. Didn't they understand this was a song about the horrors of slavery, but they're trying to bury it." And all Mick Jagger said was, we played that song every night since 1970. You know, 
we'll take it out for a while and and, and the way I look at this is rock and roll has always pushed buttons. It's always made people think. It's always, that's what rock and roll does. And I asked you if you agreed with the Stones for for taking this song out of, they're on tour in the United States right now. They're not playing it. The, The song Brown Sugar has been canceled. And I asked you your feelings on that. Big Charlie says, that is crazy. That would be like kids not playing rock and roll all night and party every day. David says, the amount of stupidity that exists is astounding. For 50-some years, it was just fine. This text says, Mick Jagger walked into a bar and no one cared. If a mini one song from their set creates a media buzz and keeps your rock band relevant, I think it's obvious why you should omit the song. Yeah, we mentioned how when they were in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina last week, uh, Mick Jagger went into a bar and, and no one really noticed. He, he had a drink. He was wearing a baseball cap and jeans and uh, that's something. This text says, cancel it. Let's work on stop dividing blacks and whites. This text says, I always thought that music was simply a personal reference. If you don't like it, don't listen to it. For instance, I don't. I like old school rap but not the current rap, so I don't listen to it. Well, you see, you're smart, Texter. Uh, and you could say that about music. You could say that about comedy. You could say that about movies. You could, But because some people don't like some things in those things, they want to cancel and that's those the, things. And that's the part that bewilders me. Why, why should they have to remove the song from their set? It's not like the people that have a problem with their song are going to the concerts anyway. I'm sure that if you are a Rolling Stones fan and you want to go see the Rolling Stones... You want to hear you, Brown Sugar. Yeah, you, you're familiar with the song, you're aware of it, and you want to hear it. So the people who are wanting to cancel the song probably aren't even going to the Rolling Stone concerts in the first place to even hear the song. So that's the part that... But overall, like I said, why pick the fight if you have so many hits? But I can understand why, you know, Mick Jagger, they would be confused. But the thing is, if you're not going to the concerts, why should it bother you? In 1995, Mick Jagger was asked about the song Brown Sugar. And he said, this is back in 1995, quote, I never would write that song now. I would probably censor myself. I'd think, oh God, I can't. I've got to stop. I can't just write raw like that. And here's something interesting about that song. The Rolling Stones have played that song live 1,136 times. That's, that's, that song, Brown Sugar, has been played the second most times live. What song is, have they played more live than Brown Sugar? Jumpin' Jack Flash. Yeah, they made a movie about that. So I I thought this was fascinating um, because, again, here's a song from 1970. And um, because of its slave reference is, uh, now all of a sudden there's a a backlash. and, 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 And because of social media, now Mick Jagger 
can see it in front of his eyes. That's uh, the, the, the cancel culture started with social media. And and, and now they're uh, they're they're giving that song a, a rest. Isn't that something? Hey, coming up next. Thank you for your texts, by the way. We always appreciate your texts. Text us about whatever you want, whenever you want during our show, about whatever you want. Always keep it short. If it's good, we'll read it on the show. Coming up, I still got the dumbest thing I I read all morning. Also, the Saints are going to honor someone that deserves to be honored in their ring of honor inside the Superdome. We still got a lot to get to. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only, classic rock station. Good morning. J.O. here with you. And the New Orleans Saints announced that they are adding uh, a former player to their ring of honor inside the Mercedes, I'm sorry, inside the Caesars Superdome. Uh, This player's name and number will be displayed in their ring of honor um, forever. And it was one of one of their great Dome Patrol linebackers uh, who died much too young. The late, great Sam Mills. He is going to be inducted into the New Orleans Saints Ring of Honor. You know, he's also a, uh, he was a finalist for the Pro Football Hall of Fame last year and this year. And he didn't get in. And uh, he will be a nominee for the class of 2022 when it comes to the Pro Football Hall of Fame. I, I, I think that's great. And now he's the, he's the second member of the Dome Patrol to be in the Saints Ring of Honor. Uh, The first member was Ricky Jackson. Remember those guys in the 80s? It was a great linebacking crew that the Saints had, and and, and that was their nickname, the Dome Patrol. So Sam Mills joins Ricky Jackson in the Saints Ring of Honor. And you know who the other two Dome Patrol members are, don't you? Pat Swilling. He he should probably be, be up there as well. And then the Dome Patrol member, I think that that is least remembered, the fourth one, Vaughn Johnson. Those were the uh, those were the four linebackers who played together for the New Orleans Saints, and they were all great. and 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 that's how they got the uh, the nickname, the Dome Patrol. And the Ring of Honor is displayed inside the Superdome as this big ring, right? And with the names lit up. 
Any word on whether they fixed that mixed spelling of Morton Anderson? He was the last one who had his name put up there, and they spelled his name wrong. They spelled Morton wrong for their for their legendary kicker. Uh, yeah, they've they've got to they got to fix that. Yeah, so hopefully when they put the Dome Patrol's name up there, eventually they have to get a better spell checker to make sure that all the members of the Dome Patrol's name are spelled correctly this time instead of having to switch vowels. Well, Sam Mills is a pretty easy name yeah. to uh, <laughs> that one is to to spell, but um, they're going to do that ceremony honoring Sam Mills during halftime of the Saints' December second game against the Dallas Cowboys. Ooh, that's going to be a tough one. Here in the Superdome. Sam Mills played in the NFL for 12 years. Nine of them here with the Saints. Um, he left the team in 1995. And he became one of the original members of the Carolina Panthers. They, they were an expansion team, and Sam Mills went over there. When, when Sam Mills died in 2005, and the Carolina Panthers put up a statue outside of their stadium in Charlotte following his uh, 2005 passing. So now, in, in the Ring of Honor, Sam Mills joins Tom Benson. Uh, kicker Morton Anderson. With an O, not an E. Linebacker Ricky Jackson. Quarterback Archie Manning. Offensive tackle, Willie Rofe. And defensive end, Will Smith. And we're going to run out of space, you know, uh, once we start putting more names on it, like adding Sam Mills. and the... It's a big dome. It is, it is, it is. And you know what? I just thought about it. Since the Saints have a bye week, they have time to get all the letters correct. They have time to actually put the name Sam Mills on there. And the fact that uh, the Saints have a bye week this week, that might mean Gail Benson may not have any weekend plans, John. Um, yesterday I, I, I made another video that that's on the, right now it's on the, it's on the, the, the Bayou Facebook page. It's, it's on our website. Um, I, I made a video asking out Gail Benson again. Yeah, but this time was a lot better. You, you actually cleaned up real nice. I'm very impressed with your pre presentation this time around. So you, I think you have a better shot. Your chances have increased, John. By the way, we have that video of, of me asking out Gail Benson again, uh, looking a little bit better than I did the first time. It's on our website right now, buyu957.com. When you get a second, uh, check it out. And, and let me know if you think I have a chance. It's always a chance. And since we're talking about football, 
tonight starts the new week of of our King of the Bayou football challenge. Yeah! Yes! Even if you haven't gotten involved yet, you you could still sign up, pick the NFL games this week, no point spreads, just pick who you think's gonna win. And if you pick the most winners, you get fifty dollars to spend at Zapardo's family market in, in Menory. That's a great weekly prize. And so you, you could sign up for our King of the Bayou Football Challenge on our website as well at Bayou957.com. I think that's right next to the, the video of me asking out the owner of the Saints and Pelicans, Gail Benson. Yeah, tonight is uh, what, Buccaneers at Philadelphia or Philadelphia at uh, Tampa Bay? Which one it's is in it? Philly tonight. It's in, it's in Philly? It's All Tampa right, cool. Bay at Philadelphia. And uh, obviously most Saints fans are pulling for the Eagles to beat our division foes here. But I don't I don't see Philadelphia beating beating Tampa Bay tonight. But a cool thing is if you ever have mixed feelings, you have up to ten minutes before kickoff to change your picks. So even if you're feeling fishy about any game that you pick this week, just know right around kickoff, maybe twenty uh, ten to fifteen minutes, you can always change your pick before it goes through. Yeah, the King of the Bayou football challenge. On, on our website. It is a lot of fun. Again, you just go sign up. It's free. It doesn't cost nothing. It only takes a, a few seconds. And and everything's right there in front of you. You can you can grab a few of your friends, a few of the uh, uh, people you work with, and, and you could have competitions with them to see who can pick more winners. It's a lot of fun. And it's all, it's all right there on our website, Bayou957.com. Uh, so Coleman, you're a little bit ahead of me. I think by two games. Yep, I'm it's, at number it, one, of course, and then Ginty's two. And I'm only one game behind Ginty, and I'm two games behind you. So I'm I'm catching you this week. We'll see what happens. <laughs> so um, you see the fun we just had talking about the King of the Bayou. Um, just sign up. You could you you could be a part of that as well. And uh, and tonight's game kicks off the the, the new week. Uh, go Eagles, but I think I think Tampa Bay is going to uh, to win tonight. Those bastards. But go be a part of our um, King of the Bayou football challenge. Join the fun on our website at Bayou957.com. Bayou ninety five point seven, New Orleans only classic rock station. So I just read where a. Florida mother was arrested and uh, jailed. For what? She refused to leave her daughter's side at the hospital. Uh, she was at her daughter's bedside in the hospital. Her name is Lynn Savage. She's 70 years old. And I guess visiting hours were over, and they said, uh, you got to leave. And and she said, she said, no. Um, and, and, And the mother said, I could not in good conscience and good heart leave her bedside, not knowing 
how she was going to make it through the night voluntarily. She had been at the hospital um, since 6.30 in the morning, and she was acting as an interpreter for her daughter, who was nonverbal, And and then and she was there all morning, all afternoon, and and then when the night came, they said you got to leave. She said, "I can I can I?" They said, "No, you can't stay." And and the hospital called the cops on her, and 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 had the police physically take her out of her daughter's hospital room, and um, and and, and took her to took her to jail. Now she has a record. She could use that expunge. I I think uh, I I think Lynn Savage is a loving mother. I I don't I don't think she. Uh, I mean, can't you make exceptions to some rules? Yeah, at first I was going to say there there are reasons why there are visiting hours, and you know if you work in fast food, one of the most difficult things is to try to cook somebody's food while they're staring at you. You know, but in this case, if she was being an interpreter because her daughter. Uh, doesn't speak or is nonverbal, then there should be an exception for I'm just here as a communicator. I'm here as an interpreter. That uh, I think an argument can be made for that. And she should have had an exception. That- but usually I do agree with medical professionals. If they need to, if they need you to remove yourself for the sake of the patient, you should listen to the medical professionals. But in this case, I think an exception should be made just for communication purposes. You know, I do think there are exceptions to every rule. I, I know there's a lot of people who don't. But but in this in, in this case, you know, since her since her her daughter doesn't speak and she was helping out, she was actually working as an interpreter. Uh, they they, they should have they, they should have let her stay there with her with her daughter. I think that's a loving mother, and 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 that better get taken off her record. That this woman better not be uh, labeled a jailbird. Coming up next, I got the dumbest thing. I read all morning. Hang out with us here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. Good morning. John Osterland with you. It's that time of our show where I tell you the dumbest thing I read all morning. Naked woman at Denver Airport taken to after walking around concourse asking people how they are doing and where are they from. <laughs> you know, this is something that you don't see very often. You see naked guys getting arrested a lot. But but the police were called recently to the Denver International Airport. 911, what's your emergency? There's a completely naked woman walking around the airport asking people how they are doing and where they are from. Why not just answer? I'm doing fine. I'm from New Orleans. Go on about your business, right? Well, Coleman, you wouldn't mind if, if, if a naked woman came up to you and, and asked you 
uh, how are you doing and where are you from? And and don't ask me what she looks like because I don't know. I don't I don't have a picture of it here. I've seen a little bit of the video. I'm not saying she's the most attractive, but for the most part, it's not even about her being naked. It's the fact that she was being harmless. She was saying, hey, how, it's not like she was like most dudes, you know, they open a trench coat and, yeah, and they, they wiggle and helicopter all up in front of your face and being intrusive. She was just asking people how their day was going. Hey, what's your name? Where you from? She was being harmless, you know? Well, when the police were called, they were told an intoxicated female who is completely nude is walking around the airport. And so when, when the police showed up, they had a they had a large blanket that they uh they covered her up with. Now I, look. She could have been drunk. Yeah. She could have been mentally ill. She could have been. And she could have been naked. Oh, wait, she was. Well, she was naked. You know, when I think about this story, I wonder, it, it, it reminds me how crazy some of our laws are. Because I'm really thinking about what harm is she actually doing? She's not killing. She's not choking anybody. She's not kicking or punching or screaming. She's not throwing things. She just happens to be without clothes. And she just happens to be a little intoxicated. So when I think about the actual harm she's doing, I have to say maybe this is a dumb law. Public intoxication, uh, what, lewd in public. If they're not causing any harm, I can honestly tell you I don't have a problem with it. Even if it was a dude. If, you know, you know, sometimes you and I walk into the parking garage and there's some home, homeless people walking around. Sometimes they're they're not really clothed. Sometimes their pants fall. I just look, I just keep walking because they're not causing any harm. You know. Yeah, you just name people that that are right outside our radio station yeah. every every day. They don't bother me. Yeah. It, it, it's weird to look at. Like, oh, his, his pants fell down. I wonder if he knows. Uh, this guy looks like he's taking the crap in the bushes. But if they're not causing any harm, I can honestly say I don't care that much. So you don't think being being naked and or Drunk or drunk and naked together in public, in a public place like an airport or a, or a restaurant or a store, you you don't think that should that that should be illegal? Not personally, no. I think it should be illegal if she was drunk and naked and wielding a knife and attacking people and causing actual harm. Now, maybe for sanitary purposes, not to go in any restaurants or anything, because, you know, no shirt, no shoes, no service. But if she's not really causing harm, if anyone isn't causing any harm just by being naked or just by being drunk, I personally don't see a problem with it. Now, like I said, if she was attacking people or coughing in their face or something like that, yeah, arrest the bitch. Hmm. Well, they... They didn't. They didn't arrest her. This particular woman. They took her to to the hospital near the airport in Denver, and uh, I guess they just wanted to get her checked out in the hospital. They wanted to see her mental state, and again, she was either drunk or mentally ill. Or both, because most women aren't going to just get naked, walk around an airport, and ask people, how are you doing, and where are you from? She should have had a microphone in her hand and said she was doing a TV show. Like, hey, hey, where are you from? I'm just going around nude. Yeah, we do have some tough laws in this country, don't we? Yeah. 
Yeah. Evidently, a lot of people there were um. They were just they they were they were surprised. They were some some were shocked. How much you want to bet? But the person that actually called the police was a woman. You don't think a man would call the police no, on a naked woman walking around the I airport? I don't think the person that called the police was a man. We talked about this earlier. <laughs> we was talking about the prostitute. I think it was a woman that called the police. Yeah, and Coleman just referenced uh, earlier on our show this morning, we, we talked about a, a, a prostitute or a professional sex worker. That's Prostitutes and, and hookers are now known as professional sex workers that that has to be great for their self-esteem but we talked about this one who had to uh start working out of her out of her public housing apartment where she lived because of coronavirus she used to be able to go to the to the shop downtown Uh, this was in manchester england to uh to turn her tricks but because of coronavirus, she, like a lot of other people, had to go work from her house. She happened to live in public housing. The uh, Her neighbors called the cops because they said it was too loud in the prostitutes. Uh, I'm sorry, the professional and we've sex worker's and, house. And, and we confirmed that the neighbors that called the police were the female neighbors, not the males. The males didn't care that much. Yeah, we talked about that earlier in our show this morning. If you only listen later in the show... Or if you only listen a little bit here, a little bit there, as soon as our show ends, the podcast of our show, the whole show, goes up on our website, buyu957.com, and you can listen there. And and, and, and you can get it and because and, we talk about all kinds of different stuff. But that, that, that was earlier this morning. But anyways, the, um, the, the naked woman who was walking around the Denver airport asking people, how are you doing and where are you from? That's the dumbest thing I read all morning. Here on Bayou 95.7, New Orleans only classic rock station. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.